It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bomber Brothers podcast. It is episode eight here, and Sean and Ryan with you as always, talking Yankee baseball. If you're not subscribed already, make sure you do that. Rate and review as well. We are here twice a week after every series, and now we're talking about another Yankee sweep as the Yankees absolutely manhandled the Cubs, and also going to have a special segment later and talk about the premiere of The Captain, the Derek Jeter seven-part documentary series that Randy Wilkins did. We were at the premiere last night at the Tribeca Film Festival, where we saw episode one. Spoiler alert, I thought it was fantastic, but we'll talk about that more later. But Sean, on to uh, the 2022 Yankees, who just continue to mash and continue to win. They are well ahead of the standings as they get set for a critical series against the Rays and then face Toronto again and the Rays again. So a big stretch coming up, but the Yankees certainly are heading into that stretch in optimal position, you could say, given how they've been of late four in a row and just completely beat up on a, on an inferior Cubs team in the Bronx. I mean, they, the first game that, that you went to was a, a an exciting, maybe at times frustrating uh, 13 inning win where we saw our boy Sevy just, you know, pitch great again. He gave up an oppo shot to, to Hayward and that barely got out. And, uh, you know, Glaber provided the, the first blow, which was awesome. Glaber had a nice two games and now he's a little bit under the weather, but um, you know, it, it, what we've been talking about game one, it's a pitching game where the, the bullpen did a great job of getting out of jams. Offense was kind of stuck in the mud a little bit. And then you get the man Trevino come up in a pinch hitting role and, and, and win the game. What, what a cool moment that had to be so cool to be at. And, uh, you know, he, he, he should have a, another kid or something in October because he seems to yeah. just always come up on the, uh, on the birthdays and the father's day, like just what a cool story and what, what, uh, what nice uh, coincidence that he's able to do that on his, on his son's birthday. And after they had gotten in at what, five o'clock in the morning from, from the the Minnesota game, they really um, offense looked like it was having a little bit of trouble there, which, you know, you'd expect after like such a tight turnaround and they, they win it in extras and get the job done. And I like, I, I mean, you can't see it cause you're there, but I'm watching it on TV and Trevino was saying after the celebration, come on, let's go home, let's go home. And um, they got home and got their rest. And then the offense went to work the next two games with an eight, nothing. And then an 18 to four win um, Saturday and Sunday respectively. But I mean, what's really cool is Severino pitched great and Montgomery uh, when they really needed him after the the 13 inning game and the, the night before that was the comeback against Minnesota where Cole didn't last very long. Um, Montgomery really saved and kind of reset the bullpen on on Saturday. And then with a big win on Sunday, 
all the big bullpen arms are really rested for the um, for the Tampa series. So I saw I thought this series against the Cubs was, was except for the Friday game pretty easy, but it also allowed the Yankees to prepare for this series coming up in Tampa and go in at full strength. Yeah, that that's a big that's a big part. We we came into this series. And I know you and me personally didn't really share this concern, but others were kind of waiting to see how the rotation would respond after easily its worst stretch of the season in that Minnesota series, even though they did take two out of three because the offense bailed them out. And, you know, I know it's the Cubs, but that's a top 10 team in the league in OPS heading into that series. The Cubs do have some guys that can hit uh, and the Yankees, you know, Tyone had a, made a couple bad pitches uh, in his star yesterday, but still Severino was, was great. Like you said, the rotation overall, uh, Montgomery, they, ate up plenty of innings, especially uh, Montgomery after the marathon on Friday, like, like you said, and, and Trevino, I mean, can't, can't say enough about him. We, the, he was uh, like Luis Severino after the game was asked about Jose Trevino. And he said, when he heard about the trade before the season started, he thought that the Yankees had gotten Lou Trevino from, from the A's, the reliever who has like a nine ERA this season or something like that. So I'm sure he's happy he was wrong, and I don't know, Sean. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's uh, hyping it up a little too much, but just given the initial perception of the trade, which seems so minor and seemed like basically just like a depth move to cover up the injury to Ben Rordved, who we still haven't seen. I'm not even sure if he's real, to be honest, at this point. But I mean, given how minor this trade seemed and how impactful Trevino's been. This has to this has to be in the discussion for one of the best offseason moves in the league, given the fact that the catcher position as a whole just doesn't you don't get much offensive production from catchers at all in the major leagues nowadays. I know I know there are a couple outliers, of course, but Trevino is is a very, very big bat in the Yankees lineup right now. I think when you well, I think when you look at it in context, not even in a vacuum, but in context with what's happened with the Yankees catching position, like Higashioka up in, well, of course, Higgy hits two home runs in one game, but one was against the Nephis pitch from a position player. It was like 30, I think it was 36 yeah. miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, he did get a, a, a one against a real pitcher, which good, good for Higgy. I'm glad he got off the schneid there, but um, I mean, yeah. He ranked the lowest out of all qualified hitters in, in OPS, I think I saw, like heading into that game. And the, you know, the the catching thing was a huge deal with them letting Sanchez go. And without making this trade, you're just looking at Higgy and um Rob Brantley as your catching tandem. And and that would have been a disaster. And and Trevino comes in and, and kind of like plays folk hero and and, and saves the day. So yeah, I don't. I don't think it's it's a stretch to call it one of the best offseason. We're we're a third of the way through the season now, so it's not like we're just judging this off of three weeks. And uh, he's really helped keep the keep the um, catching position afloat for the Yankees. And um, I would be careful though about saying Ben Rovert or I, I don't know how to. I'm never going to learn how to Rort pronounce vet. that name. <laughs> Rortvet. It doesn't exist because I saw I did see pictures of him and he's jacked. He, I'm I'm afraid of him. Um, <laughs> but but Trevino's been an awesome story. And uh, he's got that magic working, man. And he and his at-bats are competitive. I, and he does a great job behind the plate. 
you know, he has the walk-off single on Friday and you're thinking, okay, that's kind of magical on his kid's birthday. And then the next day he hits a home run, throws out a runner. It's just, he's, he's doing everything right now. And he was at the Jeter dock last night too. So he had a, had a full weekend. I hope, I hope he had a comfortable seat. So his back is all healed up and he's ready to go over the Tampa series. Yeah, he is. He has been huge. He, so if you take, if you, let's say we, so Jose Trevino has 97 at bats so far this season. So even if we rounded that up to a hundred and say players with at least a uh, hundred at catchers with at least a hundred at bats this season, he's third in the league in OPS behind only Wilson Contreras and Alejandro Kirk, who have been the two uh, big catching bats this season. He'd be second in batting average only behind Kirk. He'd be um, second in slugging just one point behind Contreras. And then, you take into account the fact that he's been one of the best framers in the league this season and the job he's done with the rotation. I mean, this is, this is one of the best catchers in baseball right now. It's, it's been an incredible story. He was just a, you know, not even an everyday catcher in Texas and he was known for his defense and not as bad at all. Obviously, you know, 97 at bats, this, this could and likely will settle down at least somewhat, but even if he's able to keep any kind of production like this and give the Yankees some reliable pop at, at the bottom of, of the lineup. And especially like you, like, like you said, great for Higgy that maybe those two home runs can get him going yesterday, but overall he's been absolutely dreadful at the plate um, this season. Although, although in the series opener, I know he was pinch hit for and Trevino came through, but his couple at bats before that, Higgy smoked the ball just right at people. So maybe he's starting to find his way out. Maybe he just needed to face some Cubs pitching, but Trevino, I mean, what a huge boost that's, that is for the Yankees. If he can keep this going, even, even a percentage of the production he's been putting up right now. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I think these are the moves that Cashman really excels at, are these kind of under-the-radar moves. Like, the Holmes move, obviously, we're all been talking about it, has been incredible. And that wasn't something like that at the time. We were like, oh, yay, we made a big trade. And then... You, you saw it this weekend too in the last game. Look at well, not even just the last game, but freaking Matt Carpenter, man, what a what a day! Seven ribbies, two homers. He's been an incredible pickup and just like such a good shot in the arm. Um, and and those that I feel like that's what Cashman's great at. Like the big moves, he's kind of hit or miss, right? Like the the Gallo trade, the the Rizzo trade last year, getting Sonny Gray, like those big moves that get you pumped up. Feel like you let that get let down a lot, but when he's doing this kind of under the radar low they feel like low level moves at the time he really is able to his team does a good job of identifying these diamonds in the rough bringing them to new york and and producing so um super happy too for trevino you could even see yesterday when he met jeter at the red carpet how much he was in awe and he loves being a yankee and it's really cool to see him succeed it's it's an awesome story and uh yeah the, i mean the awesome stories just continued throughout the weekend with Carpenter having the huge day on Sunday when he wasn't expected to play. He has kind of this, this monster day and uh, 
just a just a really really fun weekend for the Yankees. I don't know what your favorite moment was. If it was the Trevino walk off, the Stanton homer off the pole and spring sign that came back in the field when Boone told him that he was weird, judging <laughs> two homers in a game. I mean, it was uh, it was a wild weekend uh, for sure. And in the first game too, the bullpen had a lot of great escapes. Um, uh, Seven shutout innings. Yeah, the the double pl- the line drive double play was awesome. Uh, it, it was a really fun weekend, and the Yankees took care of all the business they needed to with the sweep of the Cubs as they get prepared for for a big stretch here. So um, I know the Cubs stink, but you know the Yankees took care of business. They did what they had to do since Easter, which is eight weeks now, over fifty games. The Yankees are playing seven eighty ball, <laughs> which is inc- that that's a pace to win one hundred and twenty five games if you extrapolate it over one sixty two. And as it is, they're still on pace to only win one nineteen. You know, yeah, five, when you factor in that five and five start. So uh, just awesome. And and I think the coolest thing is the Red Sox went on this big, you know, streak and they're like, what, 11 and two and they, lo- they lost ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, Yankees took care of business and now they're ready to to go and, and, and play a little bit of a tougher stretch in their schedule. Yeah. And one of those teams is the Blue Jays. They're 14 and six in their last 20 games. They've made exactly zero games up in the, in the standings because of how much the Yankees have been winning. The Blue Jays are on pace to win 96 games and they would uh, be over 20 games back of first place at the end of the season, which is uh, just absolutely insane. But, uh, but no, to answer your earlier question, I'd say the Trevino walk-off was definitely my favorite moment just because I was there and it was definitely a big mixture of excitement and then a little bit of relief because it was getting super late and I was getting pretty tired, but, uh, that was definitely, that was definitely tops for me. And then I, I mean, the six solo home run barrage on Saturday was super fun to watch. I don't know if you saw, but so judge hits the home run in the first inning and then Stanton hits the deep fly ball to center that's caught at the wall. And then the Wait. Cubs Twitter post <laughs> posted Yankees fans think everything is a home run. And then literally everything became a home run, like right after that. Stanton in his next at bat hit that, like you you referenced the 119.8 mile an hour rocket off the pole and spring sign. I mean, he hit it so hard it ricocheted all the way back onto the field off the facing of the second deck, which he was. Yeah, he's insane. I I think I think it was Lindsey Adler who described it a couple of years ago. Like you know you you used to think of home runs and they almost looked like graceful in a sense where like they had that loft under it and they would just like gently like disappear into the crowd after it went over the wall but like judge and stan like their home runs are just like violent and like scary almost like you see that ball come off the bat stand you're like man somebody somebody's gonna get hurt out there because he's just smoking the ball i mean it's it's in it's insane to watch and boone's right they are weird like you just you don't see home runs hit like that and i mean i don't know that stan home run is like one of those where you're just left in awe and it's just so great to see him back off the IL and, and succeeding again at the play. And then he had another really nice, you know, an oppo double. Then he ripped a double. To, it's almost dead center field. Like he's, you know, he's in that group when he's spraying these hard hit line drives to all fields. So a lot of things clicking right now for the Yankees. Absolutely. What two for four on Sunday after the weird home run on, on Saturday for Stanton and, um, you know, if they get him going here, going to that Tampa, and, and that's big for him too. Like you said, when he's using all fields, he's just reading and reacting. He's not pulling off the the slider from right-handed pitching. He's uh, that's, that's when, that's when he's in the groove. That's when judges in the groove and judge had went three for six in the last game too. So um, 
not not bad following up a two homer homer performance in in the middle game there. So uh, really exciting and and really fun to watch these guys hit home runs in a variety of different. You you have Rizzo and and um, Carpenter who have like that classic lefty loft swing where you, they hit the high home runs that kind of just plop down, like you said, nice and gently. And then you have, uh, you know, judge and, and Stan hitting freaking line drives at 120 miles an hour at people. So yeah. And then if you want to be, if you want to be safe, go, go sit in right field. Yeah. If, if you like to live dangerously, go sit out in left field. <laughs> and well, if you sit out in right field, you're going to be catching a lot of Glaber bombs this year. He went oppo for a home run again on, um, well, what twice? Because on Friday, on Friday, on Friday mm-hmm. and then Saturday, he was part of the home run party. That's two more home runs to the opposite field. I, I mean, what more can you say about Glaber? Not only has his defense improved dramatically since uh, moving back to second base regularly, he's having his best uh, season, his best fielding season of of his career or since his rookie year in terms of defensive runs saved, and then at the plate top 20 in the league in in ISO isolated power right now. So he's, we were all so worried as Glaber's power gone for good. And now he's already eclipsed his home run total of the last two years combined. And we haven't even gotten to the 4th of July yet. And his, his OPS is a, about to peak over 800. I think he's like 794 now. And he had a terrible start to the season too. I remember the beginning of the year, it was, it was not, I mean, he had the sack fly on opening day, which was big, but then after that he really struggled and now he's, he's turned it around and, and little under the weather yesterday. I ho- hopefully he gets better yesterday and then the off day today and he's ready to go for the Tampa series as well. But I mean, what a, you know, what a great story and a great turnaround. And, um, you know, I, I think, you know, 2018, 2019, we were spoiled with how good he was, but now we're starting to see that potential come back around that he's fixed whatever it is that was giving him issues in 2020 and 2021, but the power's back. He's hitting the other way again and, and he's comfortable at second base. So, Hey, confidence is key. That's right. Confidence is key. And hopefully we get some more confidence from Gallo. He had a a double yesterday with two walks. So We'll see if that can get him going. I know after the big twin series, we were hoping for a little more, but he struggled in the in the series opener, and then he went 0 for 4 with two strikeouts on Saturday. But I mean, that, I also just think that's kind of who Gallo is. You know, has a couple bad games, and then he'll break out and get you a big extra base hit, and hopefully it's in it's in a big spot. But uh, yeah, other than that, very very little to uh be upset about after after this series the big bats that you expect to be big came through i mean we haven't even talked much about judge except aside from his two home run game on saturday i mean what what more can you say about him first in the league in offensive war home runs ops and he's third in the league in overall war i mean we're talking about arguably the best hitter in baseball right now and the could be a pretty cushy lead for the MVP race. So there's, I mean, I don't, I'm running out of stuff to say about judge other than we're just going to be on 62 home run watch all summer, which is going to be super fun, but yeah, he is, he has not stopped mashing home runs after another multi home run game on Saturday. So judge, we we've, we've got one of the best in baseball. 
It feels like he hits two home runs every series, and whether it be two in the same game or, or spreading it out. But he went three for six yesterday, and his OPS went down. <laughs> I mean, because he hit three singles. <laughs> How dare he? Yeah. No, no longer getting that contract offer. Uh, well, that contract is going to be very expensive. And the Yankees can damn well afford it, so they better pay up. Absolutely. And they need to come back. I don't know, in the all-star break. And they can't let this get to free agency. There are going to be way too many teams looking to, and I don't even want to say overpay because that's not the right word, but, you know, throw back up the the Brinks truck for him. And you don't want to get into a a bidding war with other teams or even give Judge the chance to sign elsewhere. I think they need to come back at the all-star break and and come correct with with a, a much sweeter offer because, I mean, you you could have argued about the health concerns at the beginning of the season. I think even for us, I know I was a little torn between the offer. Like it, it sounded good given his age and injury history, but then you thought about how it compared in terms of AAV to some other players who have recently signed contracts like the Corey Seegers and the Carlos Correas. But I mean, now I, I don't think you can make the argument that that was a uh, Obviously, the offer came before they saw what Judge is doing right now. But I mean, they they have to they have to come. They probably even need to come above the thirty six million that Judge was reportedly asking for at this point, just to get it done. And because you're talking about a very likely MVP at this point, yeah. I mean that it's a non salary cap sport, so they should not. I mean, to me, the Yankees have more money than than we could possibly imagine. Just, well, they uh, brought in over five hundred million revenue last year. That was that was a uh, that, that was released. That's, that's that's a help. And with all these, the TV money and the streaming money and every like, come on, like just they should have gotten it done before the season. I thought the offer was fair ish, but I mean, if this goes to free agency, and I, I mean, if you're judge, if if. If you're Aaron Judge, why would you not want to go to free agency at this point? Like, yeah, think think about there's gonna. I bet you the Mets would come in with a huge offer for him. Like that would just make Cohen so happy. I heard the Giant Giants are interested. Kind of go back home. Like there's gonna be big market teams in play for him. And uh, you know you don't want to. You you never know at the last he he at the last minute he might get a bigger offer than yours if you let it get that far. So try to get it done now. We'll see. <laughs> 